0: Thank you for downloading this episode of a History of Central Florida podcast. This is the podcast where we explore Central Florida's history through the artifacts found in local area museums and historical societies. This series is brought to you by Riches, the regional initiative to collect the history, experiences, and stories of Central Florida, and the Orange County Regional History Center. I am Katie Kelly, and I'll be your host for today's episode titled, John Young's Flight Suit. Captain John Watts Young is something of a local hero in Central Florida, having moved to Orlando in 1936 at the young age of six. In 1962, Young began his distinguished career with NASA, a career that would span over 40 years, the longest of any astronaut. He would become one of only 14 people to walk on the moon, the only astronaut to pilot four different classes of spacecraft, and one of only three people to visit the moon more than once. The item we are looking at today is an important piece of Florida history beyond the fact that it was worn by John Young. This flight suit is representative of the important role America's space program played in the last half of the 20th century, and the role of the space shuttle program to central Florida. The suit featured in this podcast was worn by John Young on board the shuttle Columbia, which was the first orbiter launched as part of NASA's space shuttle program in 1981. We spoke with Dr. Amy Foster at the University of Central Florida who explained the exceptional nature of this
1: mission. This is John Young's flight suit that he would have worn as part of STS-1 which was the first mission of the space shuttle uh, which flew in April of 1981. Uh, John Young was the commander of that flight and Bob Crippen was the pilot. So this was the very first flight of the shuttle that also made it a very experimental flight. Um, This flight in particular is unique to anything that NASA has ever done. On this flight, humans were on board the rocket for the very first time it was ever tested. So what I mean by that is when we look back at all the other programs before that, every rocket and capsule was launched unmanned as the final test before they ever put humans on board. Uh, The shuttle was not capable of being flown unmanned. So... John Young and Bob Crippen basically were taking their lives in their hands by sitting aboard this rocket that had not been tested with humans ever before.
0: Of course when John Young was an astronaut on the early missions in the 1960s we often saw him in the bulky spacesuits like the one he would have worn on the moon. For Americans in the 1960s and 1970s those suits defined our image of an astronaut and we could not associate a person as an astronaut unless they were in those bulky suits. However, by the time of the space shuttle program, NASA had transitioned out of the big, bulky spacesuits. Kathleen Lewis from the Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum explains.
2: Well, spacesuits and and flight suits have sort of evolved according to mission. On a spacecraft, NASA very quickly discovered that astronauts were far more productive in a shirt sleeve environment than working their their bulky spacesuits that were designed to protect them against the environment of, of of the vacuum of space. So they quickly developed suits, flight suits, in-flight coveralls that um, during the Apollo program, NASA astronauts could change into during the course of their mission. They were more comfortable. They were just like a track suit with a, a jacket and pants, and they were more comfortable in that. Um, and they didn't need to be wearing a a very heavy space suit,
0: which had been designed to protect them really on the surface of the moon. Dr. Foster describes why NASA decided on this type of suit for the shuttle program.
1: This particular flight suit is blue, and that's something that tends to be associated with the shuttle program. All the other flights before, they, they might have probably been green, which would have been a military color. Um, But all of the astronauts would have worn a a flight suit, something like this, either as part of um, their typical training exercises. They would have worn these for press conferences. But for the shuttle, they would have worn these in flight. Uh, The shuttle, unlike any other vehicle that NASA had flown before, was considered. The argument was that it was routine flight. So this was meant to be a shirt sleeve environment so you don't wear a fire-resistant suit, you don't wear a pressure suit, you don't wear that that silvery outfit that we associate so often with the Mercury astronauts. Um, They're wearing a polo and shorts. And so this kind of flight suit is very easy to move around in, it has lots of pockets, it has Velcro to attach things to. It's actually a very convenient set of clothing and it's comfortable. In fact, the flight suit was not only physically comfortable,
0: but the design was also indicative of what would have been familiar to the astronauts, most of whom, like John Young, came from a military aviation background.
1: The jumpsuit as we see here certainly has uh, a reminiscence that we see from the military. Uh, Flight suits like this, jumpsuits like this, these are all-purpose coveralls that all military pilots would have been wearing. They're made in one piece they're adjustable to fit multiple body sizes Uh, but what you will see on these jumpsuits is they have a lot of pockets and they actually have a lot of velcro and that makes them not only adjustable but it makes them very utilitarian one of the things that you'll notice on the left arm of this jumpsuit is a place simply to put pens tiny little pockets for pens basically a a pilot could store anything that they needed when they're flying an aircraft or when they're flying the shuttle right on their body. And that makes them very helpful. So even though NASA was very much designed as a civilian organization, a lot of the astronauts that we see and a lot of the pilot astronauts that we see coming into NASA are coming directly from the military. So this would have been a piece of technology that as pilots from the military, they would have appreciated and they would have wanted to see carry over into NASA.
0: Casual and comfortable clothing, like the jumpsuit style outfit seen here, would have been worn by all astronauts during missions between launch and re-entry, as NASA very quickly discovered that the shirt sleeve environment was most conducive to the astronauts' work. However, the utilization of this outfit during launch and re-entry represented a very brief exceptional period in NASA's history due to the Challenger disaster. Kathleen Lewis explains. So this flight suit here is the flight suit that
2: John Young wore for his shuttle mission during that that intermediate phase prior to the Challenger explosion. They realized that um, as, as much as they felt that the shuttle missions were operational, there was still a safety issue during launch and entry, and that they wanted to um, provide the astronauts with an extra safety. So they reverted to using flight suits, launch and entry and they were pressurized and given enough oxygen supply and had helmets adequately to allow the pilots or the astronauts if they had came into danger while they were in the earth's
0: atmosphere to eject and parachute back down to earth that was the change all the clothing worn by astronauts are varied and while the blue jumpsuit seen here is one of the many outfits worn by astronauts It is the one today most closely associated with the space program. Those coveralls, those zip-up
2: coveralls, are immediately identifiable, not only because of the blue color, but because of the NASA mission patches that are sewn to them. The NASA astronauts tend to appear in these flight suits now when they do public appearances. And it's very funny because here at the Air and Space Museum, um, we always tell them, don't wear it when you come in. You can change when you get here. And after you've given your talk, you might want to change back into your street clothes because it makes astronauts immediately visible and apparent. And they they sort of slip back into anonymity when they take
0: off their flight suits and put on their regular street clothes. Today we don't have to see a person in a bulky white or silver spacesuit to recognize him or her as an astronaut. Due to the popularity of the shuttle program and the comfort of a blue flight suit, most people have come to associate a suit like this with space flights and space missions. The space shuttle retired in 2011, however the blue flight suit it helped launch still fulfills its missions not only aboard future space programs, but also in press conferences and museums where astronauts can be found. If you would like to see this and other artifacts that tell the history of Central Florida, you can visit the Orange County Regional History Center, located at 65 East Central Boulevard, Orlando, Florida 32801. Make sure to join us for our next episode, Electronic Communications.